What'd you say, Matt? Said it looks my camera looks like the nineties. <laughs> the camera looks I feel like, like the 90s. I'm recording out of like a Microsoft store. <laughs> You're just like a lagging blurry mass across my screen. Yeah. This is how I see every day. <laughs> <laughs> just blurs running by your face. Yeah, I can't wait to get LASIK. It's gonna be sweet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know what else is sweet, Matt? What? Chocolate? Chocolate, but also the second half of our Costa Rica story. That's right. That's right. Pura Vida once again. Hermano K. Vaquita. (laughs) Uh, I I really hope shirts get made. Shirts should definitely get made. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, mix it up in a pot. Your favorite podcast. We got Matt Solomon, a.k.a. Vaquita. We got Alex Fernando, your favorite, obviously. And... We're going to tell you the second half of our Costa Rica trip. We hope you listened to last week's episode. If not, definitely check that one out before listening to this one. You'll have a little more context of what's going on. But, Matt, I don't know. You got anything to kick us off with before we jump into the full story? Well, I'd say the first half was sort of the rise. And the second half is, is the tragic fall. The tragic fall. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's see how far we fall it. And let's let's do that right about now. I'm remembering how tragic this was for me. And this was actually terrible for my life. Yeah. (laughs) How terrible what like. Scale of one to ten, what can our listeners expect on how on the terribleness for your life? Well, how it much was did it, how much did it scar you, Matt? A little PTSD. It's so weird because we, I was at like a ten, and then somehow I don't know how I did it. I went completely to a zero. So only only me could figure that out. I'm actually remembering a crucial element of the story right about now. I did this entire trip in basketball shoes. That were made out of plastic so they didn't breathe. <laughs> I don't know how I forgot about that. I did this entire trip in basketball I shoes. I remember you complaining about I mean, they were okay on some of the spots. Like when we were, we were walking around quite a bit. Walking was fine. It stuff. was when I took them off. I was like, these fuckers were not made for tropical, humid environments. No, not at all. And speaking of tropical humid environments, we should pick up where we left off at the end of episode or uh, end of part one, Hermano K part one. And we were at the really cool resort with the water slides. We had just been to the farm the day before where I had fire ants attack my ankles and we made our own dinner and where we actually came up with the name Vaquita for matt solomon because he is in fact a little girl cow so that that is the I name that really pissed somebody off i don't know what i did it was alex kime and yeah i don't know what you did either but i we, do remember pissing him off a few times we we started vaquita and we stuck with vaquita for the rest of the trip so i think i might stick with vaquita the rest of the episode what do you say uh it'll bring back memories Let's do it. <laughs> all right so I woke up on, this is Wednesday, June 4th, about halfway through our trip. I woke up early again as I do. And I remember walking around the resort and it says here they had some crocodiles and caimans in some little pools and ponds. So that was cool. 
And do you remember the Jesus Criste lizards, the Bascalis? Uh, were those? Oh, yeah, those are the ones that walk on water, right? Yeah, they, they walk on water. That's why they're called the Jesus Criste or Jesus Christ lizards. Skinny little green lizard that just, they run so fast and their feet are so wide that they actually walk on and run on top of the water. So that was really cool. Saw some of that. This is the morning where we all pause for a minute and we're like, you know, when Senora Fitz asked us and made us all give her our passports, was this the smartest move? Because right when we loaded the bus, we were just about to pull out of the resort. And I remember her just freaking out. She's like, stop, stop, stop. Wait, we have to go back. Just at the top of her lungs in the bus because she had forgotten all of our passports in the safe in her hotel room. And I was pissed because I was, I was an, I felt like an old man at the time. And I thought, you know, I could have done a better job than this. Yeah. All the, all the credit to Senor Fitz. I appreciate no, we did. We did remembering it, yeah. and making sure that we had our passports safe for like 99% of the trip. And we all got home obviously. So, but I just remember I, I, that was, I couldn't that was, imagine being my age almost and forgetting an entire school bus of children's passports, yeah. including the parents <laughs> in another and, country midway through the trip when you're not coming back to that resort at all. The good news is she remembered at the gate and not at the airport because yes. that would have been. Oh yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she probably would have remembered that night when she got to the next uh, hotel and tried to put them in that. That's safe. true. But the thing is we were traveling all across we the traveled country. traveled like three hours, I think. Yeah, we traveled a lot. There was one day where our bus broke down. I think it might have been this one. We'll see in the notes here as the ledger moves on. But what did we do when the bus broke down? We had to just sit and wait on the side of the road. You remember that? Because the battery. Why did the got... bus break down? Oh, the battery died. Yeah, the battery. It got all dusty and hot from driving up that hill or like the mountain. Because oh. remember those roads? Like once you got those out were of town, insane roads. Once you got out of town, those roads were just like a for, dirt for context. Path. These were basically like factor the mountains in Colorado, except they just like imagine them much closer together, and they just kind of cut a road out. Yeah. So it says here we're on our way to Mount uh, Monte Verde or the Green Mountain. And... Monte Verde is that the one where? Don't tell me uh, the Quakers, the Quaker Hotel. I believe so. Uh, but okay. yes, you're right. It took about three hours to get there. It was a very tough drive because the roads were just a bunch of dirt and rubble patches, like rocks and potholes everywhere. And there was no paved roads. It was just really bumpy. Uh, we finally made it out there, had lunch downtown. And yeah, that's when the bus wouldn't start. It was uh, de- when we got when we got back from lunch, it wouldn't start. I remember we had to stop on a hill for a while and like, uh, dust it off and yeah the battery had too much dust on it and the unpaved roads was just a really hard toll on the bus so that took a while and I remember oh do you remember I remember this so this is what do you remember how our bus driver cleaned the bus and what happened to him or cleaned the battery of the bus and what happened to him did he spit on it no he took a bottle of water it was like wash it off and then he got shocked by it so his arm was like twitching I do not remember that. Oh, yeah. No, I remember him. Came, he turned around and his arm was like twitchy. He's like, ah, hold on, guys. I got a problem. I'm like, yeah, you don't put water on a car battery. What are you doing? 
Well, okay, so the water is not actually conductive. It's the minerals in the water, but it was also covered in dust, so that's minerals. So, so bad news bears. Yeah, this day was mostly travel out to Monteverde, but do you remember what we did that night? Um, I do not. That was the night hike. Oh, the night hike. The night that, hike was cool. That was very cool. Really weird when you're walking through a rainforest jungle in almost pitch black. Uh, we had our flashlights and everything. If and... I would have lost the crowd, I would have shit my pants. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get you take a wrong turn there, you were screwed. It is straight-up jungle. There are all sorts of bugs and poison dart frogs and venomous and I snakes heard all around you. Crying attracts snakes, so <laughs> that wouldn't have helped. I would have died. <laughs> Tell us about the night hike, Alex. Did you journal it? I did journal it. So um, you want me to remind you of the night hike? Here, how about you fact check me? Okay. My, okay. Night, my night hike. We saw quite a few animals. Do you remember some of the animals we saw? I remember we saw a giant. It was sort of in between like a grasshopper and a praying mantis looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I the problem with this called. animal was that all the males were dying. And the question is, well, how does a species survive if the males die and the females could actually reproduce asexually? So it was actually bottlenecking the entire population because they were only having one gene pool. And I remember learning that on this hike. You remembered a very specific part of that hike. Wow. It really spoke to me. So (laughs) that's honestly... I remember that part, and I remember Sylvia got fire ants. Fire ants part two showed up. Yeah, fire ants part two. I almost got bit by fire ants, and I remember it was raining the whole time, so it was a little. It was kind of annoying walking through the rainforest in the rain at night. But you know, it hey, is the rainforest. Did you know it's called a yeah? It's it, called a rainforest. Yeah, it is yeah. in fact the rainforest. I get it. So we did that. I have written down here. We saw two owls. We saw some other birds and a snail eating snake. So quite a bit of nature. <laughs> I do not remember the snail thing. eating snake. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Apparently, you and I How went. How big lifted. was that snail? I don't know. Not very. Oh. Um, oh, really? I, I just assumed like a massive fucking snail. Just yeah, just like, like a SpongeBob Gary the snail kind of size. <laughs> yeah, snail. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't that big, and we went back to the hotel afterwards. Had dinner. Do you remember? Apparently, we went and lifted after dinner at the hotel. <laughs> I remember. So I remember at this specific hotel, we just kept lifting because the the weight room was kind of cool because it like it directly offset the pool. Like you could literally walk to the weight room and jump in the pool. Yeah, that we swam for a little bit, kind of hung out uh, just with our crew and everything. But that was a long travel day, so that was uh, that was kind of just a. A good recovery day in that we evening. Went back and watched some good old Costa Rican television. Yep, yep. And understood very few few of the words. So Thursday, June fifth. This was one of my favorite days of the trip. One of my favorite adventures and excursions we went on. Do you remember what this was? Did we go to the beach? No, that's the last day, Matt. We're not oh. quite to the last day yet. What I don't remember what we did. I did we eat Trace Leche's cake? We ate Trace Leche's cake yeah. one of these days. <laughs> we did, but I'm talking about the activity, not just eating, Matt. Oh, we, we went ziplining. We went oh ziplining. Yes. We that went ziplining. And 
this is not just like a simple tree to tree zip line that you'll find at like a 4-H camp and things like that. Like this was a phenomenal and incredible. I swear to God, we zip lined over like two miles. Oh yeah. There was just 13 zip lines. I think it was 17. Oh, wow. Let me see. I'm trying to find my notes here. Please there, be 13. There was, there was one of them that was like one kilometer long. One yeah, whole zip line. Do you line. remember that? Yeah. That, yep. And that was over just a massive the canopy finale. of trees. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. But yeah, we would we got to uh, zip line between a bunch of different platforms that were high. So up before on this we course. started zip lining, I actually I got to the place and right before like we were geared up, and then I realized I gotta take a massive shit. <laughs> and the thing about Costa Rica is it's not easy to find these places. Some are better than others. Do you remember what you had to do when you took the massive shit with your toilet paper because of you have Costa to throw Rica? it in the you have to throw it in the trash can and look at it. <laughs> yeah. Which... So the Costa Rican plumbing systems, they do not handle toilet paper and they have a little trash can next to the bathroom, next to the toilet. And if the t- so if the trash can is next to placed next to the toilet, you're supposed to throw it in there. If it's not, then you can uh, flush it. But most places were not able to flush toilet paper, so you had to wipe your ass and then just drop it in the trash can next to you. It's a very <laughs> weird feeling that um, almost indescribable. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that was my pregame for that. But it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It, they're they're very short. I think we had zero in- injuries. Right? Or did we have an injury? I don't think we had any injuries, but I remember Senora Fitz was terrified of the zip lining. And we were trying to hype her up and really get her to go. And she was she was up there with us and she was just really terrified. And I remember like I think it was the first one or is the really long one, but we oh there was like a Tarzan swing that had like this twenty foot drop over the canopy and then swung you back. Do you remember that? Um, that was like I in the don't... middle. It was like in the middle of our zipline course. We got to like take a little break and then swing on this Tarzan rope. Honestly, we... I remember the beginning and I remember the end. In the middle, it was just a blur because you're <laughs> just constantly going down ziplines. I mean, yeah, it was. It, there was a lot of ziplines, and you just kind of bounce from platform to platform. But I remember Senora Fitz going on that Tarzan swing, and she just screamed, "Holy shit!" at the top of her. Oh, lungs I do remember that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. she was freaking out. Uh, do you remember how you had to stop on the zip line? I re- I remember you just put your hand behind. Yeah, behind you had yourself. you had a really thick glove and you just grabbed the yeah. wire really hard, and that's how you stopped yourself on these Costa Rican zip lines. I don't think I used it once. To be fair, like the zip line s- setup was really good and our equipment was really good. It had to be obviously. If I mean, if it if it snaps, you're falling to your death in the rainforest. But yeah, I remember we were all like very confused about this whole stopping mechanism when they just handed us a glove and they're like oh you'll see like when you get when you see this like little blocker thing towards the end coming at you just put up your hand and grab it really tight and grab the wire and i'm like what you i just have to like physically stop myself with my hand there's nothing to To be fair i think the zip line was a perfect perfect combination of safety and danger yeah because if you go on a zip line in the U.S., it's like you're kind of like in this thing and like you don't have to do anything. It kind of just automatically stops you super safe. I like a little danger, you know, a little bit. Oh, yeah. 
But I remember the kilometer one. It was like a two-person zip line. Yeah, I got partnered with Sage for that. You got partnered with Sage? Who did I get partnered with? I don't know. I didn't write it down. I thought I got partnered with Sage. You definitely didn't get partnered with Sage because I wrote it down that I got partnered with Sage. I don't remember who my partner was. I, I'm sorry, partner. Whoever <laughs> that was, I forgot. Rough. I remember the view Rough. was amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, going across a zip line that is a kilometer. I mean, that's half a mile. That's over half a mile. Oh, if and you dropped, you're dead. Yeah, I mean, yes. But on, but the view was just phenomenal. That's that's what makes it such a phenomenal view because the danger. The danger. The danger. It was, yeah, that was beautiful. Very, very cool experience. So we went to a... Uh, gift shop after that and this is this was fun there was a lot of cool gifts i got uh some things for friends and family but i got one specific item for myself do you remember what that was matt i still have it today and i wear it in the summers uh definitely you definitely got a fedora i feel like nope i did not get a fedora in costa rica well now i don't know you don't know pura vita matt wallet no why would you wear that only in the summers come on matt come on come on come on come on (laughs) um this i still have this it's one of my favorite things to wear in the summers it's just a shirt then it is a shirt but it's a special kind of shirt is it like the touristy shirt that like you wrap up no damn it i don't know what i don't know what this shirt is you're struggling it's my costa rican soccer jersey Oh, it's the soccer jersey. Because in 2014, that was when the World Cup was going on, and Costa Rica actually made it all the way to the quarterfinals, which is the farthest they've ever been. And so there's a lot of hype because they were one of the lowest-ranked teams going into the World Cup in 2014, and they surprised everybody. They had a couple big upsets. I think one of their upsets was against Argentina and Lionel Messi. So everybody was hyped on Costa Rica in the World Cup that year. And I'm like, you know, I'm here. I got to get a Costa Rican soccer jersey. It says Pura Vida on the back. Easily, again, one of my favorite purchases of the trip. That was really cool. A little bit of a story to come later with that. But it was it was a fun purchase. And I remember that was also the day, I believe, where we got to go to the ice cream shop. And they had an ice cream that was made out of a cactus that I tried. It was a purple with black seeds in it. It actually tasted pretty good. It's kind of like a sherbet. I do not remember if I had that or not, but I do remember the ice cream shop. When the hell did we have Trace Leche's cake? I don't know. We have, I mean, we had because here's what I do. You remember the Trace Leche's cake? I remember the Trace Leche's cake because it was phenomenal, and I came I re- home okay, and I told this is my what mom I remember that I wanted Trace Leche's cake. cake. So there was like sixteen of us, right? Does that sound right? Sixteen. I think so, with the adults. Okay, so 16 total people. Apparently, only four people like Trace Leche's cake out of this entire group. Yeah, it was you and I, and then... Austin Norton. Austin, and I think only one of the girls did. I don't did. know, one other person, maybe. But me and Austin looked at each other, and we said, this is a travesty. God damn it, this fucking cake is so good. It was amazing. I don't know and how we just anybody sat on can... the end of the table, and Unless me and Austin said, give us your scraps. I mean, unless you're lactose intolerant, you should love yeah. Trace Leche's cake. We we just sat at the end of the table and we said, Get, give us your plates. Just pass them down. Come on, all the plates. And I swear to God, we ate like a whole cake. 
we we had at least six plates each of Trace Leche's cake. Waste not, want not. We we had a lot of cake. It was quite good. I don't know. I can't remember what day of lunch that was, but I have a really interesting note here. Um, at the end of this uh Thursday, June fifth, which is uh towards the end of our trip. Do you wanna you wanna know what this note is, Matt? I remember our bus driver's name. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's Hainier. Hainier. Okay. I do, do you remember, remember what okay. he did apart from bus driving? Oh, he was a UFC fighter. He, was he an wanted MMA to be like an fi- MMA fighter. He was yeah. an MMA fighter. Yeah. I do I, remember that. That dude was built like a truck. Yeah, dude was a straight up unit. I mean, that man, he's a he's a brick wall, but he was so funny, so cool. I mean, that he definitely enhanced the trip quite a bit. And then we move on to Friday, Matt. Friday, we got up and we packed up from our hotel that night. We bounced around hotels. There's only we the hotel with the water near slides. every hotel. I Just, I like mean, yeah, it. we stayed at five different resorts over our time there. And we only stayed at one, which was the one with the water slides, two nights. Every other hotel we stayed at just one night. But uh, I remember this one, This hotel was near the beach. So I got up early and walked around the beach, found some shells and a sand dollar, saw some uh, sea snails, goodness, sea snails, some crabs, things like that. Matt, this is your day. So I get to the beach. Um, not, I'm worried. We, we haven't even get, we, we haven't left the hotel yet. Do you remember what I kept telling you at the hotel? Because what were we doing today, Matt? June 6, where, 2014. Where is sunscreen? What hotel? Were we at the hotel by the beach? This is the hotel by the beach, but then we had to, we were going to drive to another like uh, special okay. beach. And what did I tell you? I remember you? we had a lizard on our door at the beach. Yes. It scared uh, the that, shit out of At that hotel, yes, we had a lizard on our door. Uh, lizards were around quite a bit. It was, it was tropical, so there were small anoles and small lizards that cr- crawled around everywhere. Got on the walls and the ceilings. I remember a couple of the hotels they were on the walls uh, when we yeah. got into our room. So you know they're they're sneaky little guys. But yes, I I feel is... like you kept telling me wear sunscreen. I absolutely kept telling you to wear sunscreen because we were going to the beach. We are damn near on, if not very close to the equator. Damn near close. And that sun was going to be the most direct sunlight you have ever had in your entire life. Most definitely. Yep. And you are one of the whitest people on this trip. I I thought of myself as tan was the problem. That's a that very, was my problem. Very poor thing to think for you. I uh I see when I look at my skin, I see tan. And then when I look at other people's skin compared to mine, that's when I lose it. So, Matt, we get to the beach. Um, we get to the beach. I remember I was immediately in discomfort because, as you know, basketball shoes are terrible for beach wear. And so I had basketball shoes coming up past my ankles and trying to walk around in the sand looking like a complete asshole. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, you did not pack very well for some of these events. Um... No, I did not. I, I'm pretty sure I wore those in the river on the water rafting trip, now that I remember. But it's, that was actually a good decision because they were made out of, like, the rubber thing, so they were waterproof. 
So like they didn't like hold the water. So at the beach, I remember one of the coolest things was there were just monkeys running around the beach. They were white faced monkeys and they were very, very quick and cunning. They loved to steal people's bags and they loved to steal people's food and items. So uh, our tour guide, Alex, Costa Rica, Alex, he hung out with our bags while we were all out running around in the beach in the water. But this beach was incredible. Uh, we've got some photos up on our Instagram and Twitter. So definitely go check those out. You can see a little bit of what our trip looked like. And this was, this was by far one of the most beautiful and incredible beaches I've ever been to. The water was clear and so refreshing on the hot day. It was uh, not too crowded, but there were some other people there, some locals, some tourists, lots of different like little trails on the sides of the beach to explore, some rocks to go quite, like kind of climb around in and the jungle. Do you remember? Do you remember what else happened at the beach? We'll get to your to your ending part of the beach, but do you remember what some of the activities we did were? I just remember being in that ocean the entire time. To be well, honest you, with you, well, you weren't just in the ocean the entire time. You were also in the sand, Matt. Did I get sand packed? We buried you in the sand. <laughs> no way. Yeah, we buried you in the sand. You Dude, don't that remember this? Got to me that day. I don't remember that. <laughs> Do you have a picture? Oh, I absolutely have a picture for you. That Matt. is amazing, honestly. <laughs> I go check it out on our social media. All right, we'll check it out. Check it out. Yeah, I can't believe you just forgot we buried you in the sand. I might have taken a nap while you're doing it. I don't remember. No, you were definitely awake. You were definitely awake. Okay, okay. So. The mind's a crazy thing What you forget. Yeah. yeah. You remember a bug on a night walk that is killing itself through bottlenecking its gene pool, (laughs) but you don't remember getting buried in the sand. What the fuck is wrong with my brain, Alex? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I know you remember this next part, Matt. Because you did not listen to me, not the once at the hotel, not the twice when we I got to I was told the... by everybody named Alex because tour guide Alex was starting to get worried and said, Matt, I think you really need to wear sunscreen. He very much was worried, and he was right to worry because, Matt, you did not put on a single drop of sunscreen. That entire damn day. To be fair, D- no, I had to put no, on sunscreen. No, the entire don't put trip. an argument on this. Do not put an argument on this. The entire trip, I had worn sunscreen. Oh my so god! So I, I said, and I told skin... you of all the da- there were days that I didn't wear sunscreen because I am brown. I will tan. I can handle some sun without getting burned. The beach day, I was not about to even try that because, as I mentioned earlier, we were either on or very near the equator. That was going to be the most direct sunlight we have ever had in our existence. I put on sunscreen. You absolutely needed to put on sunscreen if I'm putting on sunscreen. But you you did not. uh, 17-year-old Matt would disagree. And what happened to 17-year-old Matt who didn't put on sunscreen? He, uh, he, uh, he got second-degree burns and crossed his entire body. <laughs> just, just Literally absolute, his entire body. The absolute worst sunburn you could have ever, 
ever imagined on a person and take that times two and that's Matt. Base so I had a red hat the entire time. I'm pretty sure I had my Phillies hat. You did have your Phillies hat. And after I got sunburned, I was Phillies 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 hat red the, the rest of the trip. Luckily, my name only- turned into lobster. <laughs> we we did, yeah vaquita lobster we could what was the name for what was the name for lobster in in Spanish? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> but yeah, I, you, my body was in shock. I I ran on adrenaline for a few hours, and then we got to the hotel, and that was my body started just shutting down. <laughs> yeah, your body did not like that. You were you were radiating so much heat. Just standing next to you and putting my hand, not even touching you, but just near you, I could feel so much heat. I remember I told you you had to go take a cold shower, and it was gonna hurt like hell. And how did, did that feel? It it hurt like hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I remember, remember I got out the, of the shower, laid in the bed because we yeah. were watching like Snoop Dogg concert or something because <laughs> Costa Rican TV. <laughs> And I like went to get up out of bed and just like I was stuck to the bed. Oh like, yeah, I had no. plasma all over my body. You, I remember you got out of the shower, you, you kind of dried off and stuff, and you went and just like laid out like Jesus on a cross in the bed, <laughs> and then you couldn't get up because you just hurt to move in every single way. I I didn't know that when you get burned that badly, your your plasma leaks. So. uh... I found out the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> you had We went so to the many... hot tub at some point too. Cause yeah, I we figured did. That oh, was maybe before, that, that was before me. your shower. And that's why I told uh... you, Matt, don't get in the hot tub. And you got in the hot tub and it got so much worse. Cause you're like, man, I'm really hot. And I'm like, yeah, cause you're fucking. No, I got really cold. Really cold. Yeah. I got freezing fucking cold. Oh, I like know, started the hot... shivering. The hot tub was probably colder than you. That's. I was like, dude, this hot tub's cold. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody else was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you were not in good shape. You were literally oozing pus <laughs> and plasma out of your back from all the blisters and the sunburn that you had. It was disgusting, but it was... I'm pretty so... sure I said to myself at one point, I was like, oh, this will burn off my back knee at least. You did say that. <laughs> You're trying to, trying to burn off all your back knee. That's where all the pus came from. God, that was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it didn't work. So don't do that. Don't. It did not do shit. Oh, my gosh. And then so, did we just leave the next day? Saturday, we just left? Yes, yeah, Saturday was when we were leaving. This is where my Costa Rican soccer jersey story comes into play because I had used up most all my other shirts for the trip. And I'm like, you know, I really love this Costa Rica trip. This has been one of the coolest trips and greatest experiences of my life thus far. I'm going to show my Costa Rican pride by wearing the soccer jersey on my flight home to America. As a brown Hispanic-looking individual who does not speak fluent Spanish wearing a Costa Rican soccer jersey out in public, especially for transportation such as the airport, was not my best move. Everybody 
in TSA, the customs check-in guy, the ticketing ladies, the stewardess on the planes. Everybody was speaking full-on fluent Spanish to me, and I was not even close to comprehending like half of their sentences. That was at the pinnacle of my Spanish knowledge. Like I have severely fallen off since that trip, but even 18-year-old pinnacle Spanish-speaking for his life, Alex, could not keep up because everybody thought I was Costa Rican. I got a lot of Pura Vidas, but I also got a lot of full-on Spanish conversations that I could not be a part of. What was your go-to response in those situations? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I feel... I feel like I just said, no hablo espanol, fluente, uh, inglés, por favor. That's, that's kind of what I went for. Nowadays, when anybody speaks Spanish to me, I just say, tengo cuatro años en la escuela secundaria. I have four years of Spanish in high school. That is my go-to sentence. And that will tell them that, one, I am no longer in high school. Two, high school was probably a while ago, if I'm saying this. And then three, I have a very limited childlike vocabulary and grammar sentence structure of Spanish. Do you know what pinche means? I do not. It means fucking. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So now if you pinche? if somebody says pinche pendejo, you know, uh they're not okay, saying nice I know words what, to I you. know what that is. Yeah. Goodness. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we're, it's supposed to be a, it's supposed to be a like a, a good trip, a family story here. Just uh, just don't let the kids know what pinche means. <laughs> cover cover their ears for that part of the episode. No, you can say pinche. Just don't let them know what it means. So we get back from the trip. My life's a wreck. I am. Uh... Hold on. Hold on. This is an interesting note. Oh, what's the note? So on the flight back, I don't we remember. movies. No, I mean, maybe, I don't know. But I remember on the flight, apparently on the flight to Costa Rica, there was a man in a green jacket that I sat next to and talked to a little bit. I don't remember what we talked about or what our conversation was, but he was on our same flight back from Costa Rica and I sat next to him again. Yeah. You didn't plan this. I did not, I did not plan this. I did not, sorry, I did not sit next to him on the way back. I sat next to him on the way to Costa Rica and then I was sitting next to Senora Fitz and Savannah you and Emma and Sally were right behind us on the way back from Costa Rica in the plane. But I remember, yeah, I remember we both made, uh, the man in the green jacket and I kind of saw each other and nodded and like, oh, hey, like we remember <laughs> we sat by each other on the way down here. This is cool. But a whole week we have so many different experiences. But I thought I, I thought that was kind of cool. I remember paying for like four romantic comedies on the way down there. I just had to get in touch with my emotional side for the Costa Rica trip. Did you know what? Uh, Do you know what peeling after a second degree burn on your whole whole body feels like? What's it feel like, Matt? Is it like a snake shedding its skin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for I, like it was fine. Like for like the fourth and fifth day, it was fine. And I actually had a sweet tan, and then it all started peeling, and I just kept like laying my skin everywhere, and then I got on my forehead. And people were like, you just need to rip that off because you're grossing me out. Like, your whole face just looks like you're wearing a mask. Uh, 
but it was so, yeah. your back but it was your entire back and body uh yeah my back and body i could hide that at least but that one was a son of a bitch let me uh, yeah your shirt you. kept sticking to you because of all the pus and the plasma oozing out of your body yeah shedding that was not fun <laughs> and i would literally like if i just moved my shoulders too much like i would just like dandruff from my shoulders so that was oh. an interesting experience for sure do you have uh, any a, other tangents? Really, I remember when uh, we got okay. back from Costa Rica. I was so tired of beef and rice. Yes, we immediately had to get something else to eat. <laughs> I My I don't said, hate beef and rice. It's just that we had it for literally every meal for the entire trip. Yeah, my notes said that I got Panda Express uh, in the airport, <laughs> and it it was it was the most amazing thing oh, just to get a break from the beans be and rice and beef. Costa Rican food was amazing, but it was the nice fruits to are really like everything was really good. It was yeah. just like eating. I I honestly don't eat rice that often, so I just couldn't handle. Well, rice. I'm Asian, so I eat rice, but yeah, we that, that was still even a lot of rice for me because it was it was every single day. But also every single meal, you had rice at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You did have rice. The coffee at breakfast was amazing every single time. So that's kind of the end of our trip. We got back, uh, flew into Houston, then went back to Omaha. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention at, when we started this podcast or this episode, or actually last episode when we started the story, is that I remember you guys were late to the airport. and. <laughs> and we almost like we were kind of nervous that we weren't going to make our flight out because pretty hilarious that we were late to the airport because we stayed overnight in, in Omaha. Mrs. Bacon's house and, and we I somehow didn't. showed up later than, than the group that drove in the morning yes I was part of the group that stayed in South Dakota and I got up early and uh, Cole Bruning and his mom picked me up and we drove down to Omaha, and we got to the airport, and we're like, where the hell is everybody? And we I got, honestly, I don't remember what tickets, happened. We got in line. We went through security, and we're like, where the hell is everybody? And I'm I, texting I, you, <laughs> and I'm like, Matt, are you going to Costa Rica? I don't remember the hang up there, but I know when you put that many people in a house, just eventually somebody's going to screw it up and we screwed it up royally. So yeah, I remember Senora Fitz freaking out about that, but y'all made the trip. Y'all got there and honestly, one of the coolest trips and vacations that I've ever ha had the pleasure of being on. And it was a great, great opportunity to see a new and unique culture different from uh, the run-of-mill, like, regular-day Americanism that we kind of run through every day. It was fun to experience a new culture and meet new people and learn about an entirely different world, it seemed like, with the rainforest and just the love of all things life down there. And there's obviously um, so many great things about the United States, but it's just you get – to have a really new perspective when you go to a country like that and see some people who don't have hardly anything. They're living in mud huts in some cases 
but they are still so happy and so excited to be part of their their local community, their global community. And it was, it was just an incredible trip. I loved Costa Rica. I really recommend anybody who has the opportunity to go there. We had some great people with our high school friends and colleagues and Senora Fitz was a fantastic leader and Spanish teacher on the trip. Uh, and I, I just really had a blast. That was one of my, what's going to be one of my favorite memories of all time. So I said that this trip was life-changing for me because the trip did not end there for me because I was a junior, you see. You were in fact a junior in high school. I had graduated. So you had another year of high school, which meant you had Spanish four coming up. And everybody on the trip decided to take Spanish four, but me, I said, I'm going to take gym class instead. Fuck it. <laughs> and... Senora Fitz really wanted everybody, all the juniors who were coming back to take Spanish four because they all went on the Spanish trip. Like that, she literally said at one point, "I'm so excited to have everybody back for Spanish four after going on this trip," and it it absolutely gutted me because I had already made my schedule and knew I was in fact not coming back for Spanish four, <laughs> but I didn't want to say that at that moment. So she found out when she got her attendance list, and uh, I. I'm pretty sure we had a group picture hanging in the room and uh, my eyes got, my face got crossed out my eyes or something. And uh, <laughs> Well, that uh, was pretty well deserved in my opinion. You should have taken Spanish four. You know, is is pretty fucked up, but I wanted a whole day off and uh, God damn it. I got it. So. <laughs> you didn't fact get it. You did not take Spanish four, but. Hey, you're here now. We had a great trip. We had a good time, good memories. Uh, that's that's a fitting end to our Costa Rica story. <laughs> Matt just completely dipping out on Spanish 4. Yeah, we had some awkward hallway exchanges. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a weird, weird senior year. Just like... <laughs> you know, it really taught me that uh, things can get weird. If you, if you just don't say anything and do stuff. Sometimes you got to own up to it, Matt. You should have just said, you know, I'm not I'm not going to do Spanish 4. I was also 18, so I did not do that. Yeah, but... that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, friends, podcast lovers, thank you for listening. This has been Mix It Up in a Pot. Yeah. I didn't even say like there are lovers this time. Just, <laughs> yeah, just in general, they love podcasts. Like that's that's not even a get. That's not even like they're loving us. It's just they're they like listening to podcasts. That's, Alex, hate... I still have the humor of a sixteen-year-old. You gotta oh know this about me. Sorry. Grow up. For Matt Sullivan, I'm Alex Fernando. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back with some fantastic content coming soon. Give us a follow on social media at Mix the Pot. And you know what? Pura Vida.